What up, y'all? So it's been a whole minute since I did a podcast. I actually did one in my car earlier, which is where I'm at right now, because both of my kids are home. When I started the podcast, my son was with my mom, spending some time uh, with her for the summer. He's back now, so finding like privacy for 30 minutes to an hour is unheard of, you know, single mom struggle. But um, I really want to get back into doing the podcast. And I've been going through a lot of personal stuff lately, kind of just waiting for that inspiration to hit and and come up with an idea for a podcast that I felt would really mean something to somebody. And I hope that this one does because it, it, it's what I'm going through currently. And um, it's just, I've really been thinking a whole lot about it. So like I said, I recorded a podcast earlier. It was a short one. It was under 15 minutes. It was pretty good, honestly. But I'm technologically challenged and I cannot figure out how to upload it. So I'm trying again. Um, my message earlier was something that I've recently learned. I, I came across a quote on TikTok because, you know, I'm TikTok obsessed thanks to quarantine life. And it was a quote and it said, care, but do not carry. And it was directed towards people that are empaths, that are very empathetic, which I tend to be. Um, I don't think I'm like as spiritually into the empath thing as like other people are. Maybe, I don't know. It That's just not my thing, I guess. But I know I'm very empathetic and I know that I have to be very careful um, around certain people's energies because they can be very draining or make me feel very negative. Um, you know, I have to be careful like what books I read and what music I listen to and what movies I watch sometimes because I just kind of like absorb all that stuff and I carry it with me. And that's what I've found myself doing lately is not only do I care but I have been carrying other people's problems that are not mine to carry. And I'm at the point where I'm ready to set those things down because they're not serving a purpose. I have found that I do this a lot because it helps distract me from what I need to heal. And that sounds silly because, you know, I'm really big on healing. Like, I feel like you should heal yourself and you should get to know yourself and stuff like that. I just don't always know the best way to go about it. And it wasn't until the past couple of months with everything I've been going through on a personal level that I realized how much I was distracting myself. And honestly, that's a trauma response. You know, it's so much easier to focus on somebody else. And I think on some subconscious level, for me anyway, I've always felt like I don't know how to heal myself, but if I can heal somebody else, then maybe that will heal me. And that's just not how it works. And I've noticed, like I said, the past couple months, I've become more aware that I tend to focus on other people's problems and try to fix them because then I don't have to focus on my own because when you focus on your own, like that hits closer to home. You know, you have to process that stuff and you have to deal with those emotions and they're your emotions and they're raw. And here's this big ball of stuff that you've been avoiding your whole life 
that's now sitting right in front of you demanding to be dealt with. And that's not easy and it's not fun. And I've just really gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, I have to deal with this. Like I've talked about before, the box in the closet that's hidden away, it's time to unpack that box because it's getting heavy and I'm tired of carrying it around. And not only am I carrying it around, I'm carrying other people's boxes around, you know, and emotional baggage is a million times heavier than any physical baggage, emotional baggage, baggage, I'm tongue tied, um, it just really affects you, it just really, it's just a lot, you know, we wonder why we feel stressed all the time, or tired all the time, or, you know, depressed all the time, and that is a huge thing for me, you know, like I said, I take people's problems on as my own when I shouldn't. And I'm learning that I have to let people handle things for themselves. That I cannot fix anybody else. I can only fix myself. I'm only responsible for fixing myself. And other people are responsible for fixing themselves. That is not my job. And I always thought of it as, oh, I'm being a good person. I'm being a good friend. I'm helping them. When in reality, it was. it's probably more a codependency, a need to be needed. Um, I kind of lost my train of thought on that one. Or it's, it's enabling behavior too, because if I'm out here putting out all your fires, what lesson are you ever going to learn? I'm actually hindering you when I do that because you're never going to grow. You're never going to experience the growth you need to experience by being knocked on your ass, essentially. You know, if you always have somebody there picking up the pieces and whatever else. And I guess in a way, it kind of made me realize what a um, blessing in disguise it's been. That I haven't had people constantly picking up pieces for me. Not that I don't have people that are there for me. Like, don't get it twisted. That's not what I'm saying. But I have really had to get real with myself and really sort my shit out or start to sort my shit out because I don't have somebody there like coddling me and telling me oh everything's gonna be okay don't worry about it I'll fix it you know I've had to just fix it for myself and that's it's not easy but I'm so thankful that that's the route that it went because I have grown so much as a person in fact last night um so I've been in a situation longer than I should have been with a person that I care very deeply for. I finally had a come to Jesus moment with myself that should have happened a long time ago, but everything happens for a reason that this person just is not at the place that I want them to be. And that is the issue is, you know, they have their own demons that they need to get to the place to be able to deal with them at that place is not here and I was not meeting this person where they're at and instead I was pushing my agenda my you know hope for them and my desires for them and me wanting them to do better on them and they're just not ready for that and so then I was getting frustrated and getting hurt and taking it personally where it didn't need to be you know it's just simply cut and dry this person is not 
on the level they need to be for those kind of changes. So I can't push that on them, you know, and I've learned about myself that I tend to be controlling and not in the sense that like, oh, I just want to get my way all the time. It's controlling as a trauma response, because if I can control the outcome, then I can control if I get hurt or not. But that you can't control other people. Other people have to make their own choices and their own decisions, and that can be good or bad. You know, you can be there to be their cheerleader, and if this person were to come back in my life and, you know, say, hey, look, I'm ready for this, this, and this, you know, I will be their biggest cheerleader, but I cannot do that for them anymore. And that's what I've been trying to do, and that's why I've been so frustrated. It's basically, you know trying to push a brick wall and expect it to move it's just not going to happen and so I have had to make the decision to remove myself from that for good and quit going back and meddling and whatever because they're just not there and it's just it's not going to happen right now and you know it's that person's choices they have to learn from it it I don't have any control over it. And that's hard for me. I don't like not having control. I just, I don't. Because I want to be able to predict the outcome. I want to control the situation so that I don't get hurt. But instead, I continually keep putting myself in harm's way instead of focusing on myself. And all that effort and energy and just whatever that I was focusing on that person, I know now I need to take that and focus that on myself because I have goals and I have things I want to do and I still have healing that needs to be done. And all that is, is getting stunted by focusing on another person because like I said earlier, I tend to find a distraction and I didn't realize I was doing that until recently, you know. I've had the phases where I distracted myself with partying a little bit too much or drinking a little bit too much or, you know, throwing myself into this or throwing myself into that, you know, being super, super busy is a trauma response. There's a difference between like just a little distraction and then just always distracting yourself so that you don't have to deal with your own shit. And that's basically where I'm at. So going forward... Not that I don't care about other people, but like the mantra, the quote that I found says, I'm going to care, but I'm not going to carry anymore because I can't do it. I can't do it. My cup is getting so empty and I have learned that filling someone else's cup up does not fill up your own because you don't know what condition that person's cup is in. Maybe their cup's full of holes And you're just pouring yourself into that cup and it's like pouring water into a laundry basket. It's never going to get it full. So it's time for me to focus on my own cup and focus on my own demons and issues and healing and truly just get right with myself. And then I honestly believe that God and the universe will bring the good things that I've been wanting into my life once I get myself together but I have got to stop worrying about trying to save the world you know like one of my favorite quotes that my friend told me and I've mentioned this in podcasts before is put your own mask on first 
because you cannot help other people if you are not breathing. Like it just, it doesn't work like that. You know, know when to walk away, know when to quit breathing life into dead situations. And that's what I've been doing in this particular case. And I'm just, I'm tired of it. You know, it's mentally exhausting. And so today in texting with a friend, you know, I'm driving around and, and, and my mood has changed. Like this morning I woke up super positive and then throughout the day I was super positive and I've been trying to practice all this positivity stuff and like trying to bless others and whatnot. And then I kind of sat there and I got sad and I was just like, man, this just, this feels like too much. It's too much. Like there's too much I have to fix about myself. There's too much I have to do there's too much it's just it's too much it's overwhelming and that's like I caught myself in the middle of a cycle because that's what always happens and so my normal go-to would be oh let me go focus on somebody else because my shit's too heavy I don't want to deal with it let me go fix somebody else's problem for them and then you know eventually I'll get back to my stuff but I'm just to the point where I can't afford to do that anymore. You know, I can't afford to do that. Another um, quote that came to mind, it's something that my therapist told me a couple of months ago. And I wrote a Facebook post about it and I kind of forgot about it. But honestly, I just love it. And I feel like it was so applicable to today. Um, Something she had told me was, as an example, because she loves analogies. I love analogies. It just works. Is she had mentioned there's a term in like gardening, I guess, called being root bound. And root bound is where plants get too big for their pots, essentially. And so you have to take the plant and put it in new soil, put it in a bigger pot so that it can grow. Otherwise, it'll die. And my analogy back then was, you know, life is like that. Like how many times have you had to uproot yourself from your friends, like your friend circle or maybe a career or relationship that no longer suited you so that you could grow because you felt just kind of strangled and suffocated in the pot that you were in. And I feel like I'm root bound right now. And instead of trying to get into a new pot and new soil, I just keep, you know, trying to make this pot work and it's not. It's making me unhappy. It's making me toxic. It's making me, you know, drained. It's just not a good thing. So in order to get out of this root bound situation that I'm currently in, you know, like they say too, one of my other favorite quotes A comfort zone is a beautiful place, but nothing ever grows there. I have to get out of my comfort zone. And sometimes your comfort zone is absolute pure fucking dysfunction. And that has been my comfort zone for a very long time. And I didn't even realize it. And so I'm just really trying to, like I said, focus on myself and get out of this cycle of dysfunction. You know, be okay with things not being fucked up and really looking at myself and seeing like, what do I do that's toxic to myself, to others? What patterns am I repeating that is bringing some of this dysfunction in on myself? 
you know, because there's certain things of myself that I have not healed that is attracting some of this negative stuff that's in my life. Like you can be a great person and still attract negative energy. Like I 100% believe it because it's true. Like the thoughts that you think, the actions that you do, and you don't even realize it. Like I'm a big believer in speaking things into existence, but that goes for good and bad. And I am one of the worst about speaking negativity about myself into existence. I try not to do it about other people. I feel like I'm really good about being a cheerleader and a motivator for other people. Maybe not all the time, let's be honest. But for myself, I am my own worst critic. I am my own worst enemy. And I don't want to do that anymore. Something that I have been trying to do, or two things I've been trying to do, is one, I've tried journaling again, which... I don't like traditional journaling because it gets just kind of depressing to me. But instead, I've kind of been doing like brain dumps where you just write like any word, phrase, feeling, whatever that pops in your head. You just write and you just get it all out. And that helps me so that I don't feel like I have to hang on to it all the time. Like I'm one of those people I try if something's really bothering me or if I'm trying to remember something like say I have. 20 errands to run tomorrow and I keep stressing about it like I won't sleep the night before and I always forget to do this but I try to I know if I write it down I will get it out of my head and I can relax and so I'm trying to get better about that but that's kind of how the brain dump is so you don't have to keep hanging on to all these thoughts you can put them down somewhere you know and then just discard it later like when I'm done with this I'm probably gonna burn it because I don't want to read this stuff again you know um Another thing I'm trying to do is speak to myself as if I was speaking to a friend. Like, whenever the negative thoughts pop up, I try to think, like, what if my friend told me that about themselves? What would I say? You know, I'd be like, girl, that's crazy. Don't think of yourself like that. That's not doing anybody any good. Like, you're beautiful and you're smart and you're kind and you have all this stuff going for you. But I don't tell myself that enough. Because for some reason it feels selfish. It feels conceited and self-centered and and I feel like our society is really about that you know and I don't want to be like that but now I'm starting to realize there's a difference between being like selfish and self-centered and being like focused on yourself so that you can heal because I've as I've said before I don't want to be toxic to another person and I especially don't want to be toxic to myself and it wasn't until recently that I learned that I am toxic to other people. Never was that the intent. Never was that the intent. I didn't even realize I was doing it. But, you know, through different books and things like that. By the way, if you have Audible or you want to read or whatever, Mel Robbins. Um, oh, darn. Hold on. Let me see what it's called. I should have been prepared. I wasn't prepared. A book I highly recommend is Kick-Ass with Mel Robbins. So it basically um, goes through several different scenarios, like many therapy session, sessions with different people. And she kind of like brings to light issues that they're having, but like the real root of the issue, not just like the textbook issue. Like one guy is talking about how he was bullied when he was younger And so, like, he doesn't like to get out of his house. 
Um, he's not motivated. He doesn't really do anything with his life or whatever. And he's kind of like had this woe is me pity party. And she's like, you know, you don't really feel like that about yourself. It's just your way to manipulate people. You know, like you don't want to be that person. You don't want to feel like that. But you use it for people to feel sorry for you because that's how you get the attention that you need. And it's like the light bulb went off for him. It's just really good. Like I highly recommend it. This book is what really kind of made me think like, oh shit, like (laughs) I am pretty toxic. I didn't realize it. But doing this, this, and this, that's toxic. That's not, um, you know, that's not the kind of person I want to be. That's not the behavior I want to have. And so those are things that I need to fix. And that's what I really just want to do with this time because I'm over dating. I just, I would love to date again one day, but right now I'm just kind of like over it. And I want to focus all that energy that I have put on other people and other things onto myself because it's time. It's time to heal these wounds. It's time to, you know, just really get it together and get to know myself and see what I want out of life and where I want to go. You know, I'm really trying to get back into school hardcore because when I started this school thing like two years ago in 2018, my ambition was to just get my LVN. If I got my LVN, that was it. I was good. You know, I'd eventually go back. Here we are in December. If everything goes according to plan, I will have my associates. Not in nursing. That's okay. Still my associates. And the plan is to go on and get my BSN, which I will apply for in January and hopefully start in April. COVID be damned. Like, hopefully that won't get in the way speaking positive things. Um, and then after that, like I now know, like I want to go get my master's and I want to go through the nurse practitioner program. Those are the goals that I have for myself, whether I'm with anybody or not, like that's what I'm doing for my damn self, you know? So to go from having just the goal of being an LVN to now like come hell or high water, I'm going to be a nurse practitioner. Like that's such an awesome feeling. But I want to make sure that my mind is right and that stays the focus, you know. There's there's so many other things I want to do, you know, like this podcast. I want to put my message out there. I want other people to hear it. I want it to help them. I want my journey of healing to inspire somebody else to be like, oh shit, like she went through this. I can definitely go through this. Like, I can get better. I didn't think I could. Because I've been there. Like, I've had those moments where I'm like, this is just it. It's not going to get any better. I can't fix this. I'm too fucked up. This is too much of a mess. But it's not true. And it's not like a linear journey either. There's so many twists and turns and ups and downs and highs and lows. And that's something that I'm trying to accept as well. It's like, this is not going to be from point A to point B, a straight line path. Just get that out of your head. This is going to be, you know, the craziest road trip journey you've ever met in your life, but the destination is going to be amazing. And it's like a destination that keeps moving. You never really, you never really reach the end of it because then once I get past this, like there's going to be something else that I'm going to want to do and obtain. Like I'm just a huge fan of always bettering yourself. I don't think you can ever be 
good enough in the sense that like, okay, I don't have to work on myself at all. You know, you're, you're already good enough, but like you should always want to better yourself. You should always want to learn something or, I mean, it doesn't have to be like educational, like learn how to knit if you want to basket weave. I don't give a fuck, but like just enrich yourself, expose yourself to different things, expose yourself to different people and cultures or whatever. Just find what it is that you love and like focus on that. You know, life's too short to be caught up in all this stupid bullshit. And I think of all the time I've wasted on being stressed out when I didn't actually have to. All the cool things I could have done with that instead. Like traveling or learning how to paddleboard or whatever the hell. You know, all this stress I could have saved myself. But then again, I'm not mad at it because I know that's the path that I had to take to be the person that I am now and I'm really starting to love her it's a journey it's a process it's not a hundred percent but I'm definitely getting there you know learning to love me because there's only one of me thank goodness some of you are like hallelujah about that but it's a good place to be it is a good place to be and I know I'm gonna get frustrated just like I was earlier and I'm gonna get my feelings and then just in a split instant Here I am inspired and creating an even longer podcast from it. So that's good shit right there. So I'm going to end this one. You know, I'm trying to keep these down under 30 minutes, but you know your girl loves to talk. But I'm going to end this one. I'd love your feedback. Thank you again for listening. As always, I appreciate it. To those of you that take the time to listen to my words and, and give me feedback and stuff like that. I hope it's helping you. If you want to hear me talk about something or if you have questions about anything I said and you want to take it like off the record and have a deeper conversation, I'm always down with that. You know, I really, really, really appreciate it. Like it means so much that even if it's like two of you, one and a half of you, that my words are inspiring or that you got something from it, you know, it's just, it's awesome. It's cool. And I appreciate it because, you know, 30 minutes is a lot of time sometimes sometimes you only get 30 minutes to yourself and the fact that you chose to spend it listening to me ramble is fucking amazing so I hope this reaches you and makes you feel great and inspires you to have a good day a good evening whatever the case may be again I appreciate it and I will talk to you next time